If you like to get it done and not spend more than is necessary to learn anything, this is the podcast for you. It's named after my book, Eight Minutes to Ageless. Just 15 minutes every week, you will learn something cool to make your body better, your life better, your mind better. I share tips from my books, from other great healthcare books, some interviews with people who are making life look easy, and peeks into some case studies I see every day as a chiropractor. I've been a practicing healthcare provider for 40 years and have about another 20 under my belt because I love to see people get well, feel better, have hope, and make life better for those around them. My name is Kelly Pearson, and I'm the host of this podcast. So let's get going. Hello there. This is Kelly Pearson. And this week, we're going to jump back into the drama um, saga, if you will. Uh, Last week, we took a break and talked about how to reduce some of the pain you might be experiencing with back pain. But remember, this podcast is really designed to minimize aging, whether that's physical stress, mental stress, emotional stress, spiritual stress, financial stress, you name it, it ages us poorly. And so today we're going to talk about one other cause of, of drama that really, man, it it takes people out and that's jealousy because sometimes the jealousy loop can stay for months or years around a particular person and if you can't recognize what it is and find some way to get out it really can suck you dry so jealousy changes as we age right when we're kids we're jealous of somebody with a better bike or somebody with a a nicer mom or somebody who had a bigger allowance or somebody who got to travel on the the um, holidays. And then, you know, as we're younger adults, we start getting jealous about people's opportunities, like maybe because they have rich parents or maybe because they're lucky or maybe because they you perceive them as suck ups and they always get what they want. Or then we start focusing on the body, a more beautiful person, a better shape, a stronger a stronger body, uh, a different shape or size or form that we like. You know, as as young women, everyone's jonesing for larger breasts. And uh, back in my day, for a smaller butt. And now today, it's like, oh, you want a bigger butt. <laughs> Culture shifts. Uh, men might be focused on bigger pecs or stronger calves. Who knows? But we, we start focusing on the physical differences in the human frame. And then then we get um, older as adults, we, we, we start to get jealous about the person who has what more money, they've had more accomplishments in their career, they've had more travel experiences, they own more things, they have more houses, their kids are better, they're smarter and better looking and la di da. Um, But the truth is all parents struggle with their kids. And I have never in 40 years of practice heard a patient heard a patient say to me, you know, one thing for sure, I've, I've been the best parent possible. Nobody ever says that because they think they've let their kids down in one one shape or form. So, you know, the reason we get jealous changes as we grow. Um, but nonetheless, it keeps us in a place of scarcity and not enough and sadness and frustration. Now, um, I'll tell you a little story. When I was in college, I'm my best friend was... Uh, a gal who I, I mean, obviously I loved her to bits and we, we were good friends for years. And then I started dating a, a gentleman who was also a really interesting, cool guy. 
And about three years into my relationship, I found out that they had kind of uh, fallen in love and they, you know, my relationship with him ended and it was kind of secretive. So it was super, oh my God, so painful for me as a kid. But the good news is it turned out that they got married and had some great kids. And they're happy. And I was able to find uh, an even better husband for myself years later. So it all worked out. But my point in the story is that when I was a young adult, about 25, mid, uh, not so much young, about 25 years ago when I was 40, 35, I met a woman who I really wanted to be friends with her, but she scared me. And when it came right down to it, she scared me because she looked just like my other girlfriend who took my boyfriend. And I thought, well, I don't know what to do about this. Like, she scares me, like, maybe she's going to hurt me, but I want to fix it. So I, I had lunch with her and I told her the whole story and it didn't go well. You know, neither one of us were maybe old enough to have a mature outcome around it, but it turns out that she shared that information with several other people and it got back to me and I was embarrassed and, oh, you know, really beat up about that. And I realized then that jealousy, fixing jealousy is an inside job, you and God. Now, you may have a best friend that you can share things with, but you can't fix jealousy by fixing someone else. You have to fix jealousy by letting go in your heart and trusting yourself. And, and I, think, I think that's super important to, to recognize. And when we take a look at what jealousy is from the perspective of the Bible, it talks about jealousy and envy being the enemies of our soul, that internal entity of who we are and our ability to have a relationship with our higher power. And, and jealousy really is the opposite of love, certainly the opposite of self-love. And it's a symptom of pride, which oh, pride never works out well for anybody. And it's a catalyst for conflict. And what is conflict? It's drama, period. So when you're in constant conflict because you can't fix or change the thing that's upsetting you externally, you have this, this repeating loop of jealousy that drives you nuts. And we've all been through it. And thank God we get through it over time for lots of different reasons. But, but sometimes these jealousy loops can last way longer than it's good for us. And how do you, how do you deal with it? Well, this is an easy easy uh, thing to say, harder to do. But what jealousy comes from is the really the inability to see what God has provided in your life. And, and that fact that you've never been thankful for that, because maybe it wasn't as much as you wanted, or you wanted something else. There's a point in time when you just have to sit down with your journal and write down what you are so thankful about yourself and find that content and peace around that and hang with it. Um, you know, we constantly minimize the value of the many blessings we have been bestowed. And we need to take a moment to count them, even to speak them out loud. But we all have gifts. That's the truth. And so be glad. And don't compare them to the ones you thought you wanted to have this lifetime. They are what they are. And say thank you and appreciate them. So let me give you an example of something recently um, I, I went through. 
What's interesting is that uh, as a chiropractor, you know, it's really a, quite a hard job if you're going to be good at it. You have to be in, you have to be ca capable to speak to people, understand people, and then examine people and trust what you're finding is the reason for their trouble, and then boldly be capable of doing something about it. And the art of manipulation is truly an art. It is hard to be good at, as a chiropractor. It's pretty, you can be an average chiropractor with some with with some effort. But to be excellent, it takes a lot of effort. And so I still go to, to courses on how to manipulate or adjust better. And just last weekend, I was over in Seattle with one of my with one of my um, superheroes, who's a great chiropractor. And um, outside of outside of uh, Dr. Ken, I was the oldest chiropractor in the room. And everybody else is way younger. And they've been practicing with him. A couple of them have been practicing with him and working with him for years. So they're very, very good. And, you know, somehow or another, we just think we shouldn't be, it shouldn't be going to younger people for advice. And that's, that's the sad thing about jealousy. It's like, just because, hey, you, you find somebody who's better at what you do, doesn't matter what their age ask them for help. I mean, this was a class where we paid to get help from each other. And um, I was a little uh, shy on Saturday, recognizing that these people had an answer, but I didn't know how to get it because I was embarrassed perhaps to ask. And so I went home that night and I, I, I chose to spend the evening alone and I did a lot of self-reflection and some praying and I woke up with certain certainty that I just needed to go in there and without unabashedly ask for more help instead of standing around and watching people and try to hope I would figure things out by observing. And, um, you know, it was wonderful because I learned some things that really even, you know, after 40 years made me better at certain moves, certain, certain areas of manipulation of the spine. And had I stayed in that place of just being jealous and not thinking what I might do about it, that's nuts. So jealousy means you want to have something that other person has. And if it happens to be skill set, well, then guess what? You ask them for help. You say, hey, I've noticed you're kicking ass, excuse my French, and I would like to understand more of what goes th through your head when I watch you tell me more. And it was so cool because I had these young people giving me some great advice and I, I journaled it and I read it several times and it's made me a better chiropractor and a better person. Another example um, I would share with you is uh, in the world of chiropractic, there's a couple couple young chiropractors who um, I mentored and <laughs> gave them a lot of really good advice. And by gosh, by golly, they actually did what I said, and they became very good at marketing and very good at becoming aware of the medical community and that type of thing. Kind of what I was, uh, kind of what I was good at. But I found myself being kind of jealous, like, holy smacks, they actually did what I said, and maybe in some cases even better than I had done it. And for a couple years, I would observe myself and I'd feel sort of jealous. And then I, in dealing with, in dealing with this topic, I recognized, wait a second, 
you should be proud that you had the capacity to share with them what you learned through the School of Hard Knocks. They listened, they they employed it, they're better chiropractors and they're helping more people get out of pain. And when I finally could get to that place of it, the jealousy disappeared. And I was sort of embarrassed that it even got there in the first place. Um, so I, I, I guess my point here is that jealousy will eat you up, man. It will eat you up from the inside out. And if you have that jealousy loop, you've got to stop and take a look. Is it is it because of accomplishments and the that fact they're better at something that you could learn from them? Well, there's your solution. Reach out and ask them for help. But if it's about something the way their body looks or the number of kids they have or the ability to travel or the amount of money that came to them from their family, et cetera, et cetera, then leave it alone and start to honor and focus what's kicking with you. Because believe me, everybody has something extraordinary or multitudes of things that are, that are extraordinary. And um, my final thought is, I remember very much being a kid when I was jealous about other families having more money. Um, it kind of floated into my, it floated into my space as a young adult. I kind of got into the scarcity syndrome quite a lot. I thought if they have money, that's less for me to have. And if you're de dealing with the scarcity phenomena, and that's why you're jealous of people, you got to drop that like a hot potato because abundance is never a scarcity. Um, I'm not going to talk about oil or natural gas because I don't have the acumen to talk about that. But I can tell you that human character has no scarcity associated with it. So if that's what you're finding as you're doing a deep dive is to the source of your jealousy, be done with that one and let it go. All right. Lots of things to think about. I hope you guys have a fabulous week. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for spending 15 minutes with me. My website, pearsonmarie.com, includes an awesome, if I don't say so myself, online classes I teach on chronic neck and chronic back pain really designed to give you tools to kick your own pain. If you want to play on the civility workshop with us, you'll find the Zoom links on that resource page as well. Pick up my book, Eight Minutes to Ageless, for someone who's driving you nuts, moping around, feeling sorry for themselves. If you want to watch online videos of the active content of my book, go to 8minutestoageless.com. Of course, a great review of this podcast is always appreciated and even better to share it with a friend. Hope you have a terrific day.